If we don't build trust with our customers, we're dead in our tracks. And if we really want to become the most customer-focused agronomic solution provider on all of North America, trust is absolutely critical. I think this whole acre solution, a field at a time, the voice of the field, is absolutely a way to build trust with the farmer. Welcome to the Future Faster, a sustainable agriculture podcast by Nutrient Ag Solutions. With our very own Tom Daniel, Director of Retail Sustainable Ag, and Dr. Sally Fliss, Senior Manager, Sustainability Field. This is your opportunity to learn about the next horizon in sustainable agriculture for growers, for partners, for the planet. To us, it's not about changing what's always worked. It's about continuing to do the little things that make a big impact. On this week's episode, David Elser, Senior VP for Retail North America, joins us to discuss how his roots on a family farm in Iowa are an asset in the Nutrient Ag Solutions C-Suite, how he's continuing to build growers' trust in the company, and why he thinks 2022 will be the year of the agronomist. But if you haven't yet, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast in your favorite app. Also, make sure you follow Nutrient Ag Solutions on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Dusty Weiss, and it's time once again to introduce Tom Daniel and Sally Fliss. And Tom and Sally, when we talk about sustainable agriculture, sometimes it's easy to forget that everyone in that conversation might not be using the same definition of sustainable. And that can make it really tough to have any kind of conversation at all. So you two are experts in this field and talk to a lot of people about it. What factors do you have to consider when you're defining sustainability? Well, Dusty, I'd say the first thing is when you use the term expert, there's lots of definitions for that. So I'm not going to get into those today. But as Sally and I travel, we are more than 50 miles from home at most of our speaking engagements. So they do call us experts. But when you talk about sustainability, I get a kick out of it because when we talk to our own retail guys or when we're talking to a grower group, that's one of the first things that comes up. You know, well, what do you define sustainability as? And Sally and I were talking about this the other day. And Sally, we, it became very clear that sustainability depends on the circumstance and where you are. So it's really about, you know, what's going on in your farming operation as of now and what do you consider to be the most sustainable factors that are currently present on your farm? So as we talked about the other day, if you've got a farmer that's struggling, Dusty, to pay his bills every day, then sustainability to him is economic sustainability. What do I need to do and changes do I need to make on my farm that will make my farm economically sustainable? So they're looking for financial choices that they can make. You know, what can they do to help make their farm financially stable? So a lot of times we attach sustainability to conservation. You know, a lot of people say, well, it's around conservation or regenerative ag. But in some cases, that may not be it. It may be another factor that they're struggling with. It can be the economy. It can be about just maintaining a livelihood on the farm. Or I'll give you another one. What if you're an older generation farmer on the farm today? You're looking for sustaining the farm operation into the next generation. So sustainability then is about creating a legacy effect into the future and leaving the farm in a state that creates value for the next generation that comes on. Hey, if you were in the western part of the U.S. this year, Sally, the major thing that we had problems with there was water. So sustainability in the West was more about how can I farm with the least amount of water? or be the most efficient around farming. So the definition of sustainability, we all like to have that, what we call that cookie cutter definition. 
But really, Sally, it just depends on where you are and what your current situation is. True, Tom. So I think the high level definition is the one that I always think about the most. You know, it's got social, economic and environmental impacts as we try and move down this path of continuous improvement with sustainable agriculture. But it does come back to that limiting factor or you know, the term you'll hear from USDA and RCS, what is the resource concern? And like you said, the resource concern could be an environmental resource concern. It could be an economic resource concern. I think a lot of growers, in addition to struggling with any environmental or economic resource concerns in the last year or two, or probably longer than that, there's also that labor resource concern. You know, how much more can I do when I can't find anybody to work or I'm ready to, like you're saying, I'm ready to get off the farm myself, but there's nobody to take over in that succession planning. So sustainability, really, we should always try and think about those social, economic and environmental impacts. But then it is sustainability is local. It's what is that limiting factor or resource concern that is a challenge for that particular grower. And when you say the term resource concern, I mean, you know, resources on the farming operation, obviously, is going to be our soil, our water quality and availability, and obviously then our air quality, you know, what we're doing around our farm for CO2 reduction and those type things. So those are all things we can attach to resource concerns. But I almost look at resources concerns like I do farm production. You know, we're always engaged in our agronomic solutions and we're usually focused on increasing yield. That's our biggest component. So when we're looking at increasing yield, we look at limiting factors. We say, okay, what is the limiting factor on this acre of corn or soybeans or canola, whatever it may be, that's holding me back from maximizing my overall production goals on this farm? I view the resource concerns, as we call them, the same way. Do we have a resource on the farm that's creating a limitation? something that's not going to allow us to maximize our overall production. So, Sally, from my perspective, it's no different in sustainability as it is in productivity. It's all at looking at that limiting resource. Yeah, and some of those can be really simple solves, right? Like we get so wrapped up, especially you and I, Tom, in talking about getting into nitrogen markets, getting into carbon markets, emission reduction, carbon sequestration, when our really, it could be as simple on some of the acres that we're working with of, you know, when's the last time you put lime down? Are the resources you're applying in fertilizer and chemistry able to be used by the crop that you're trying to grow because of something as simple as have you checked pH or limed your field in the last year? So we get into discussions about these really hot topics like carbon or generating credits, whether they're carbon credits or water quality credits. And we need to remember that all of this has to be based on sound agronomic practices and sound agronomic implementation, or we're never going to generate any of the outcomes that we're hoping for because they just aren't going to happen without good agronomy behind them. And that's exactly right. And even when we talk a lot around the carbon play, carbon, as we've always said, Sally, is just the tip of the spear, right? All the sustainability things that happen behind carbon are the major factors that we want to lead to changes on the farm. So if we're doing things for carbon, The hope is that we're going to create soil health metrics. They're going to increase productivity on the farm. And we're looking at long-term changes that carbon can help drive, 
But doing something just for the sake of carbon is never going to be a good reason to do something. You have to look at the long-term resource changes that we're going to make on the farm by implementing those practices that do give us a carbon payment over time. We talk about it a lot, Sally, about carbon is somewhat of a long-term strategy because, you know, if you talk about carbon contracts, you always talk about 10, 20, 30 years or even 100 years, right, of a strategy. But those particular strategies, we have to look at the short-term impacts, too. Where do we get value at the resource level in the short term for implementing some of these practices that can have long-term benefits to it? So I guess we don't all the time look at sustainability at just a long-term impact, but we're looking at what can we get some short-term paybacks too. Yeah. And that's where it's nice to put together these combinations of programs and practices, right? When we look at the soil organic carbon pieces, those are your long-term ones. It takes a while to see the biology change in the soil so that we're continuing to sequester carbon and that we're building soil health and improving nutrient cycling and all the things that are good about making those soil organic carbon management practice changes. But then we've got things like the short-term stuff, the nitrogen management program that we've talked on a few episodes about where we can get a return right away on rate reduction or use of enhanced efficiency fertilizer product, a nitrification inhibitor or an ESN slow controlled release product that we can get some money to the grower and report on and talk about outcomes in the short term while we're continuing to work towards building those soil organic carbon long-term pieces. Exactly right. Exactly right. So I kind of use this as my definition for sustainable ag, and I'm not sure this is the one that anybody's going to print anywhere anytime soon, but I always call it doing the right thing. To me, that's the key thing, doing the right thing. And when we talk about doing the right thing, it's the right thing for where we are now and then looking to the future. What can we do to increase our legacies and those things on the farm looking to the future? So sustainable ag from where you and I are today, Sally, we have to meet the farmer for where he is now. We all have an idea of what we want him to look like 10 years from now or 20 years from now in his operation and making improvements. But we have to look at where he is today, meet him there, and then plan accordingly. Because it's not where the future is going to be, but it's where he is today and how we get to the future. Do the right thing. I think that's as good a definition as I've heard there, Tom. And just as sustainability has to find its own definition in each individual growing operation, it's also had to find its place in much larger organizations. And so coming up after the break, we're going to talk to David Elser, the Senior VP for Retail North America at Nutrient Ag Solutions, about how such an important player in the ag industry is securing its place as a leader in sustainability as well. That's in a moment here on The Future Faster. FarmSmart is the core of Nutrient Ag Solutions' sustainable agriculture offerings, leading the field with growers to record positive environmental impacts while identifying and embracing new revenue streams. In leveraging practices and products and recording your outcomes, your reward for making informed agronomic decisions will be waiting for you in our digital sustainability platform. The data you input can help set a baseline, identify opportunities for continued improvement, and help qualify you for market access opportunities. We're here to maximize incentives and help ensure the legacy of your operation. Getting started with FarmSmart is easy. Log in or create an account with Agrable, then track your data and get paid. Getting started now means we can get to the future faster. FarmSmart, where sustainability meets opportunity. 
NutrientActSolutions.com slash FarmSmart. This is The Future Faster, a sustainable agriculture podcast by Nutrient Ag Solutions. I'm Dusty Weiss, along with Tom Daniel and Sally Fliss, and we're joined now by David Elser, Senior VP for Retail North America at Nutrient Ag Solutions. David, thanks for joining us. Dusty, great to be here today. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely a pleasure. So first, congratulations on your new role at Nutrient Ag Solutions. For anybody that might be hearing directly from you for the first time, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Give us a quick summary of your background leading up to this role. Yeah, Dusty. And again, like I said, it's a great pleasure to be here today with you, Tom and Sally, colleagues of mine here at Nutrient Ag Solutions. And you're right, just recently was appointed into a new role, Senior Vice President of Retail North America and 26 plus years of experience in the ag industry, starting on a family farm in, in Iowa, which I'm still heavily involved in with my brother and firsthand get the chance to really experience you know, sustainable ag but also a, a chance to see how growers view such activities. But 20 plus years at Syngenta prior to joining Nutrient Ag Solutions, there in many different roles, both commercially as well as strategically. Some of the things that I was most proud of as well as found to be most interesting was uh, global head of herbicides for corn, as well as global head of cotton, which really at the end of the day gave me a chance to see the world through the lens of how things are done differently in different parts of the world. Joined Nutrient in September of 2018. Had a number of different roles here also, mainly working with all of our key suppliers as well as part of the supply chain organization. So Dusty, it's a great honor to be here at Nutrient Ag Solutions. It's the best place to, to work. I think also the chance to impact sustainable ag, Nutrient Ag Solutions is in a great position to do such. And you know, one of the reasons why I joined the organization. So good to be here today and look forward to the conversation. Thanks, David. In your career, not just your career, but also your lifetime, having grown up on a farm in Iowa, you've really served in different roles and you've served on different sides of that sustainability conversation or discussion, whether it's the product side or the rollout side from your career at different companies or working with your family on the farm, still trying to solve these sustainability challenges in the field. So what are some key things that have kind of helped shape that perspective that you have on sustainable ag as we look towards our 2022 cropping season. Now, if you think about farming as a whole, when you've met one farmer, you've met one farmer. And again, when you've met one field, you've met one field and you've met a cropping practice in one part of the country versus a cropping practice in another part of the world. And you know, for me, the chance to see how corn is raised from all parts of the world, as well as you know, at Syngenta, the key crops and cotton and the likes, as well as here at Nutrient Ag Solutions in working with key suppliers, you know, it really has shaped this idea that diversity does matter. The way people solve for problems and that one size does not fit all has been really key to my learnings over my career. I think about, you know, one time working in the state of Ohio and trying to solve for how corn was raised versus that of which I um, got the opportunity to learn growing up in the state of Iowa. A number of different key learnings coming from those different experiences. And I just think about the breadth that Nutrient Egg Solutions has working across all crops, global in nature, as well as across all of North America. You know, we really have a chance to see crop and practices from all different angles, which in this space of sustainable ag, you know, I think the first thing we all have to recognize is this ends up being quite local quite fast. I agree with that totally, David. And just a question, this team, this sustainable ag team within Nutrien, our retail organization, it's a relatively young team. If you look back, we've only been together for what, three years, probably. I've only been here for a year and a half now in this role, but 
in your role now, how do you see sustainable ag and how do you see Nutrien as being a part of that solution in the retail business as far as what sustainable ag is? Yeah, Tom, it's a really good question. And if at the end of the day, we want to end up being the most customer focused agronomic solution provider to all of the growers across North America. You know, one of the things that we're going to have to be great to recognize is that you know, sustainable ag is at the heart of everything we do. Now, the good news is, is with all the agronomists we have on the ground serving customers every day, all the learnings we've had over the number of years that we've been who we've been, as well as I was saying earlier in the segment where we scale across literally all geographies across North America, it really gives us a chance to shape those insights going forward. So although it is quite local, quite fast, when you've met one field of one grower, it ends up being a different solution. The scale that we have gives us a chance to really bring forward that customer-focused agronomic solution provider, which you know, sustainable ag is at the heart of all that we do. So this is kind of a surprise question for you, David, because we tend to do this as we're going. <laughs> oh, we don't but, do this often. You know, one of the things that Tom and I hear in the field all the time, and you've probably heard it as well, is how can we trust ag retail, a company like Nutrien Ag Solutions, a company like Nutrien that manufactures fertilizer and just wants to sell fertilizer? How can we trust them to be our champions in the field for helping growers make these right decisions on sustainable ag and keep moving on this continuous improvement spectrum that we know is important to us as a company and to our grower customers that we work with? Well, Sally, it's really not that much of a trick question because I think it's a really important question because sort of at the heart of what you've outlined there is the word trust. And I think many times in the industry that we are in, you know, local farmers dealing with local issues, hearing about potentially the next big transformational opportunity in agriculture, they start to get quite skeptical quite quick because in many cases, some of those transformational capabilities or visions or approaches you know, haven't panned out so well for them. So I think in our case, because of our trusted advisor approach in the field, the number of agronomists we have every day on farmers' farms serving them and the importance that we know as Nutrient Ag Solutions is if we don't build trust with our customers, we're dead in our tracks. And if we really want to become the most customer-focused agronomic solution provider on all of North America, trust is absolutely critical. So for us, you know, we have groups that help manage stakeholders, whether it's our government affairs team at the heart of what's going on in D.C. or in other uh, government associations. We have our strategic supplier management group that's at the heart of what our suppliers are doing. So again, gaining insights from them. And then lastly, we're able to translate that through teams like yourself, where you know sustainable ag is really at the heartbeat of everything you're doing every day, helping us shape these solutions in front of our teams in the field. And then our teams in the field, you know, they do an amazing job of having that relationship with the customer to build that trust. So when we come with something to the grower, it's for real. And, you know, I know we've had a number of pilots out this last year, hundreds of thousands of acres of already highly engaged activities around sustainable ag. And that whole kind of piloting process as we look to scale going forward is also part of the opportunity to build trust. So although on the front side may seem a bit tricky, I think actually at the end of the day, that question is absolutely a must because if we cannot continue to earn the trust of our customers, you know, we're really dead in our tracks. Yeah, Dave, and I'd say this too. In our discussions, you know, we always talk about sustainability is local. It's a local thing that we all deal with, right? So every grower has a different need, a different place in their operation that sustainability fits. And we talked on the earlier segment that sustainability can be if I'm just trying to hold on to my farm, then it's called economic sustainability. It's not even related to a resource, right? So as we look at those things around sustainability, 
we have a good friend in the industry, Sally and I do, that uses the term that every field has its own voice. And I, I know that always sticks with me. Every field has its own voice. So when we look at solutions and ways to help the farmer, you know, we're not just focused on one particular sale to a farmer or, you know, just participating in part of the operation. It really becomes that holistic discussion. You know, how do we manage that entire acre? We call it that whole acre solution. So how do you feel about Nutrien as we work toward better relationships with our customer base to the point that we're managing that whole acre solution? And what does that really mean? I mean, Tom, I completely agree with everything you said there. You know, as I said earlier, kind of when you've met one field, you've met one field or the voice of the field. And I think in the context of creating whole acre solutions for that individual field that brings forth the most sustainable approach to raising the crop on that field, you know, it all starts with the soil. And I think this is where, you know, an organization like Nutrient Solutions, as well as our commitment to soil sciences, the ownership of Waypoint, our deep understanding of what goes on in the field gives us that sort of first best baseline to put together the right whole acre solution that then not only will create the outcome for the customer that's in the best interest of them, but also we're able to evolve it in a more sustainable way. And I think about, you know, your earlier comment around, you know, sustainability sometimes just means getting by, meaning this given field deserves a certain agronomic approach just to get by because of the either season or the year we're in, but also the opportunity, particularly when I think about, Sally, your earlier question that was supposed to be tricky in terms of creating trust with customers. I think, Tom, this whole acre solution, a field at a time, the voice of the field is absolutely a way to build trust with the farmer because what they know is we've got their best interest in mind because it is a field at a time. It's not just selling a widget at a time. And so, you know, as we go forward, the importance of sustainable ag to our overall business the idea of creating whole acre solutions that fit for that field is at the heart of everything that we're going to need to get done, particularly if we're going to be the most customer focused, because our customers all farm fields to raise crops that produce the agronomic solutions to help them be successful. So, Tom, everything you said on the front side, I absolutely agree with. And I think it's at the heart of things we need to get done. David, as we look to what will be another challenging cropping season in 2022 between prices and still challenges with COVID and labor and distribution and supply and all the stuff supply that, chain, yep. <laughs> that our retail guys are struggling with in the field, our retail teams are struggling with in the field every day and our growers are struggling with. What are a few things that you're really excited about that are going to be happening at Nutrient Ag Solutions over the next year that are going to help our grower customers and and our crop consultants meet some of those challenges while continuing on sustainable ag and continuous improvement in the field. Yeah, Sally, I mean, these last few years have not been anything but hard. It had, nothing's been easy. And at going into 2022, you know, although commodity prices continue to raise, stay strong, the outlook looks good. Obviously, there are substantial supply chain challenges, you know, across really all input segments, whether you're trying to purchase a new tractor or a pickup or find some fertilizer or, or get the right herbicides to control weeds on your farm. I think at the end of the day, the thing that'll separate us and I'm most excited about is, is our people. Our people and our ability to communicate across the entire supply chain and the scale that Nutrient Ag Solutions has to be able to do that. 
Second to nobody gives us a chance to best serve our farmers. And back to one of your earlier questions, that builds trust. And when you can build trust serving your farmer every day with our agronomist on their farms, helping solve for their problems and putting forth you know, solutions that maybe at the front end weren't exactly what we were planning. But as we got through the season and we dealt with the challenges of either supply chain challenges, COVID challenges, or any others, you know, we're still putting the right opportunities there to produce the best outcome with the farmer. So, you know, at the end of the day, building that trust and our ability to uh, bring forward the right solutions to the farm. And, you know, I, I really see 2022 as the year of the agronomist. And uh, the good news is we have a lot of great agronomists because, you know, what it's going to take is that real-time pivoting when, you know, some things don't go quite right. Either the weather doesn't give us what we thought we needed, or otherwise maybe there are supply chain challenges out there that don't give us what we need. So if our teams are working well with our customers, which we know they are every day, and then we're communicating back into our organization and we're able then to pull together the right sort of approaches to help solve the farmer's problems. I think this is all part of the sustainable ag approach. And you know, if you think about being a grower who's challenged with who they should buy their inputs from, who should be their trusted advisor, and who will be here tomorrow to help them solve problems, this is where Nutrient Ag Solutions comes into play. Because again, we're here to build trust. We're here to serve the farmer and his or her fields, as well as, you know, deal with the challenges that are out there. And we have their back and we're on their side to help do that. Not all companies are, they have their own agendas that they want to do, but not here at Nutrient Ag Solutions. And it's a great place to work and a great place to be part of. You know, David, as you speak about that, I can't help but thinking how unique and really helpful it is to have someone with your background as a grower, someone who's strapped on boots and gone out and gotten dirty in the field at an executive level at Nutrient Ag Solutions. And I guess I just wanted to ask, above and beyond the importance of establishing trust with the growers in the fields, what else does your background on the farm enable you to bring to the executive suite at Nutrient Ag Solutions? Yeah, Dusty. I mean, there are a number of key individuals and colleagues of mine in this organization that have a broad breadth of experience and background. We've got uh, agronomists celebrating 30 to 40 years of service to this organization. And, you know, that brings forward that trust. And I think, you know, when it comes to myself and the opportunity to grow up on a family farm in Iowa, learning what it meant to get the job done on the farm when you need to get the job done on the farm, but also begin looking at how you shape the approach to your farming practices from one generation to the next. As you're thinking about transforming that approach, you know, that's been an eye-opening experience that there are days that we just have to ask dad to sit aside and let myself and my brother run the business because where he was and how he was doing it versus where it's going is substantially different. And so that sort of real boots on the ground, hands dirty approach to this understanding has been quite helpful to me. But in addition to that, you know, experiences, like I said earlier on the front end, 20 plus years at Syngenta, traveling the world, seeing how agriculture is done in all corners of the planet. Literally anywhere in the world, corn is grown that's important. You know, I've been and seen how corn has grown. You know, that sort of breadth of understanding and, and diversity of, of approach and what's going on in one other place in the world versus the other brings forth a, a new perspective. And then this is the opportunity the last three years to really experience Nutrient Egg Solutions, the great people that exist here the commitment that we have to transforming agriculture and feeding the world is just, again, second to nobody. People like Tom and Sally committed to sustainable ag and helping us build out our approach and then engaging with our field to help execute. So as much as it is about you know my background and my experience going into this role, it's a lot about my colleagues as well as those that have been here a long time helping us get to where we are today. 
David, in 2021, our crop consultants on the ground and the sustainable ag team worked with grower customers, and we reached about 575,000 acres across North America, getting new practices implemented on the ground to drive our sustainable ag programs. One thing worth looking at is how do we define a grower and a crop consultant as being a sustainable ag champion in the field? So what are some key characteristics you would look for in a grower and a crop consultant to really define them as a champion of sustainable ag in the field? Yeah, Sally. I mean, if I think about the importance of advocacy or, you know, just being a champion of any given idea, it's all part of how you get a movement on your side. Right. I mean, I think about the transformation of sustainable ag and where we'll be five years from now from where we are today. Being a champion, being an advocate is absolutely critical. And, you know, in many cases early on in any sort of transformations career or approach, like here we are at Nutrient Ag Solutions with Sustainable Ag, you know, it's, it's really important to uh, think about those growers that are always on the cutting edge, that think about their business a field at a time, and that we can help partner with to help solve for not only the current situation at hand, but also as we start to build out you know, the sustainable ag approach. In terms of our own people, I mean, clearly you got to have an open mind. You got to be able to uh, be an advocate and you got to be able to know that not everything's always going to go right. And the importance of taking a risk from time to time, as well as be great at communicating. You know, And I think about some of the um, most successful teams that I've been part of that were champions of either a given product or a given approach or a given launch. And normally they were all absolutely passionate about what they did. They were all great at communicating about what they did. And they were all willing to kind of deal with the ambiguity of some of the uncertainties with it. You know, I just think about everything that you hear every day about sustainability, everything that you hear about every day when it comes to carbon and carbon credits and what's right or wrong, or maybe one of our suppliers has launched a new sustainability program out there and we aren't quite certain what that means. You know, being able to sift through all that, not only for ourselves, but on behalf of our customers helps us become a champion. So that's how I think about it, Sally, and absolutely important when I think about our movement going forward. Well, David, these have been some great insights here into why Nutrient Ag Solutions is such a trusted leader in agriculture and sustainability. So we were really glad that you were able to join us and congratulations again on your recent promotion. David Elser, Senior VP for Retail North America at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Future Faster. That is going to conclude this edition of The Future Faster, the pursuit of sustainable success with Nutrient Ag Solutions. New episodes arrive every other week, so make sure you subscribe in your favorite app and join us again soon. Visit futurefaster.com to learn more. The Future Faster podcast is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions with executive producer Connor Irwin and editing by Larry Kilgore III. And it's produced by PodCamp Media, branded podcast production for businesses, podcampmedia.com. For Nutrient Ag Solutions, thanks for listening. I'm Dusty Weiss.